everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. That was the wrong key. And like we did it a little deeper that, this time, but you know my voice is feeling extra low these days. I just like spend my I think my balls dropped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually have a scratchy throat. I'm Ooh, not sick. Sexy I just time. yeah, I'm just feeling a little a little sexy. Time. Yeah, um, because you know the world is open now, and so I have been doing a lot of fun drinking, and apparently. My brain that has just, like, not been that social. We're still adjusting to having to talk over loud music without screaming. Yeah. We have not fully adjusted yet. And that's why it's Thursday and I still have a sore throat from Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, I have we've so all been fun. there. We've all been there. Yeah. It's the fun that counts. Oh, sorry. That's yours. Yeah, what the heck? Um, all right. How the hell are you? Oh, I'm good. Oh my god, you asked me first! I asked you first. This is really a beautiful... Like, you care about me. I always did. It was just, um... <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know? She's like, oh, I had shit to say. So, yeah, no, I'm doing really good. Um, after doing that episode Your ice week, is clinking in your, dr- your drink like Katie on night one. Yeah. But like... After we did that non-workaholic episode, just, like, really aware of how much of a workaholic I am not. Same. And so this week was a little tough for me because I was like, you know what? The universe did not put me here to just, like, work and pay bills and die. Like, you know, I was doing that. Thing. Yeah. You got to live your life. Rihanna told me that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, like, how are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I joined a singles volleyball league. <laughs> Go sports. Go sports. Um, I played in high school for two years. In those little Daisy Dukes. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we had two games so far. We had one last Wednesday, and whenever the ball came to me, I screamed last week. But every time the ball came to me this week, I hit it. I played really well yesterday. And that's what we call growth, and we like to see mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm doing really well, you know, just... Out here living that fit life. Living that fit life, you know, because I, I bike there, and then I play a volleyball game. Holy shit. Yeah. Just start calling you Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Too far. Too far. Too far. I could not think of one single female athlete is why I went with that. Yeah. Well, what? Schwarzenegger? Is he, he was a bodybuilder before he was the Terminator. Oh, okay. You know how I know that? Because I dated an old man who was also a bodybuilder, and he, Wishes really, he was really idolized him. He has, like, a signed – they, like, met. He has, like, a bunch of signed shit from – Arnold. They're on a first name basis. Arnie? Oh my um, god. <laughs> no. We can't say Arnie ever because that's my mom's oh, boyfriend's name. And yeah. so then that's that's weird. weird. Okay. Um Oh shoot, I was just gonna say something really funny and now I forgot what it was. Do you want me to give you a pity laugh? Just No, just keep talking. Oh no, I, it's not funny. Oh. I don't think that we can hang out 
for the next two weekends. What? I'm busy. The fuck? I'm Do sorry. Do you mean? I, I'm really sorry. I'm very busy. I'm a busy woman. Okay. Um, um, open unless application. It's like, if anybody out there wants to give a fuck about me. I what? give all the fucks about you. I just. Unless you want to hang out late. Saturday, which like so, the timing's not going to make up make sense for these people. So we'll let you know if we hung out or not. We so can maybe I've hang out. Got really big news, snacks fam. Um, I have been demoted to the back burner friend. You're not the back uh, burner friend, Bree. You are the oven. <laughs> please DM me. Give me pity invites. No. Okay. If actually. I got invited to go on a boat this weekend and next weekend, and you can't even do that. So I'm not even. So you're making fun of me for my disability? My ailments? I didn't make fun. I just said you can't. I just am telling facts because can you go on a boat? I can, and I will throw up, but <laughs> I can. Also, in case anyone was wondering, this is about as close to a fight me and Maddie ever get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, we're both laughing. Um, okay. Well, whatever. Whatever, No, Maddie. I said we can maybe hang out on Sunday. What I mean, am I Saturday. booty call when I'm done having friends fun without you? No. You and know. then I'm drunk and I'm going to be like, you're going to hit me with a you up? No, I'm not going to do that to you. Meet me back here in the city on Saturday. If you're listening, it was a couple days ago. It was this past Saturday at 7 p.m. And let's totally all you queens out there know your tone red. No, you're worth tone red with me. One of my friends is coming in from out of town. I have to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. Okay, maybe I'll just take a bunch of TikToks of me sitting in my room crying. And Who I'll... are you doing? Not you. We're not hanging out. All right, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Oh, my God. I forgot to write down the boys. I didn't care about them at all. Oh, well, who does? You okay. Know. So, um, the women, What it was the Battle of the Whitney's. Whitney Port from the Hills and the very short-lived spinoff, The City. Um, and then Whitney Carson from Dancing with the Stars. I'm doing... Whitney from Dancing with the Stars. Duh. Um, she is so hot. And she just yeah. had a baby and her husband's so hot. Yeah. And her baby's so cute. And she everything she does is gold to me. Yeah. I will say, Whitney, P, my girl. She's beautiful. She is seriously beautiful. Beautiful. But if you got to do but one like, of them, if it's I'm, if Whitney it's Carson. Coming down to bedroom time, I'm going to pick Whitney C. Whitney um, which oh, that's Courtney. <laughs> I think well, 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 Whitney it's, ends with the butt slap. Oh yeah, I'm right? well, well, Whitney. Yeah, dude, it's Darcy. I think we're coming. Yes, coming, Casey. <laughs> Classic movie, icons only. Um, so yeah, in case you were wondering, Whitney Carson did win, but it was a tight race. Wow. Whitney paid 48%, Whitney C, 52. Shit. Also, this one I feel like is also a no-brainer, but like, was low-key kind of hard. Like, I did what I had to do, but it was like... Right, right. So it was the Battle of the Wills, Will Smith versus Will Arnett. I, I had to go with Will Smith. 
I. Oh, it's hard because Will Arnett gonna, has something going right. Like I'm gonna go with Will Smith too, but Will Arnett can get it. Yeah, like he the next couple days, like whenever he's ready. <laughs> <laughs> like he lost bad though. Shit, really? Will Smith took home eighty-one percent of the vote, but like it's Will Smith, right? And like, even if you don't find him attractive, you do, right? Like, just... even when he doesn't look good, he does. And also, if it's not the face or the body getting you, he's so witty. Yeah. Also, I heard it is obviously unconfirmed. He has never confirmed or denied. But I have read in a few bloggy blogs that him and Jada have, like, an open relationship because they're, like, very spiritual and, like, don't like rules and that kind of thing. And they're very, like, as long as you come home, you know where you land kind of couple. I would never. Oh, never. The way my insecurities are set up, cut it out. But apparently that's how they operate. And he, like, is known for, like, having... He's like a method actor, so he really, when he has like a female love interest, he like really does the work wow. to like, like, like his flirting is very like authentic. Like he gets to know them and like, what do you like? What's the kind of flirting you like? I'm gonna send you flowers. Like he wants it to be comfortable. Wow. With that being said, I heard that he fucked Scarlett Johansson and Margot Robbie, which is crazy because they're both so hot. But also, he's married to Jada Pinkett, who is so hot. So hot, yeah. So, do with that information what you want. I don't know. But, like, Scarlett Johansson and Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. He's a lucky guy. Hey, Will. (laughs) I don't care that you have a wife if you don't. Oh, my God specifically because those are the rules that are set up, not because I'm some whore. Yeah. Just to clarify. Anyway. All right, lead us into the top three. This shit's fucked up this week. We've got some good time news, but this first story is a little fucked up. So um, quick recap for anyone who has not been keeping up with the tea. Chrissy Teigen is currently semi-canceled. Depending on how you feel about her, she might be fully canceled in your book. But for the world, she's just semi-canceled because she is just so beloved. She's like the Twitter icon. She's so fun, so cool. She's the like party crazy, blah, 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 to John Legend's very chill, whatever. Um, I personally love her. And so I'm giving her grace. So I'm going to just start with that. I am a little biased because I I am a fan. She said some fucked up stuff. Yeah. I I really like her too, but and I people it's you can forgive things that people tweeted like a long time ago, but what the things that she said were very fucked up. Yeah, like the, it was mean and like telling people that they should be dead and they should kill themselves. Take like, a dirt nap. Wildly inappropriate. Yeah. Wildly inappropriate. Like, yeah. And also, just, like, to put in further context, the girl she was talking to was, like, a teenager at the time. So, for people who, like, are going to look it up but don't know, she said that to Courtney Stodden, who 
became famous because her parents signed and allowed her to marry a 50 something year old man. Um, um, that guy from Forrest Gump. I can't think of his name, but look it up. It's very easy to find. But she married like an uh, uncle. Lieutenant Dan. Yes. Wow. He was like 50 something and was married to Courtney. She was 16. Oh, I thought she said those things to that Michael Costello. No, no, no. So we'll, we'll get there. That is another piece of the story. Um, so this is how it started though. The old tweets to Courtney Stodden resurfaced and people were like, why do we stand her? Why is she everyone's favorite? And it doesn't make it okay. But I just think, so fast forward, she's um, did like a little mini apology and then obviously got very silent on social media, which is like how we all know and love her. Um, and she's just been very quiet. Recently, she put out like a long, like a couple pages long acknowledgement because she put out like a very genuine like I've reached out to Courtney privately she does not want to speak to me I'm not going to force her obviously but I do want everyone to know like I'm not not acknowledging it I've reached out to Courtney I've reached out to her team I've sent over an apology she doesn't want to accept it she doesn't have to she doesn't want to speak to me she does not have to but just publicly because people are invested in this I did apologize I do apologize I read those messages and I just like cringe 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 and like now I'm a mother with a daughter and like the thought of anyone even saying something even remotely close to that to my child is disgusting and so like I've apologized to her and her family and like I'm so sorry like obviously you can't take those things back um but then of course because people are people um more has come up and so um People are kind of like starting to tell their stories of like, well, I work at blah, blah, blah restaurant and Chrissy Teigen came in and was so mean to me and I work at the store and she was so rude to me. And I've been saying for years, why does everybody love her? Like all these, you know, now it's like an avalanche of like anytime she's ever been rude or like said a gross thing to someone, it's all coming out. And so, yikes. And some of it is really bad. And it's like, but she put out a really long um, apology it's like published in a magazine people are like coming at her because that magazine like they they monetize their instagram post and so people are under the impression that she's making money off of the apology but like there's i looked and there's no anything to state yes she did or didn't monetize i would imagine she didn't because she's chrissy teigen she does not need the money but people are really attacking her for that but i think it was just a step to like mm -hmm. get it out there to people in a way that because like if people don't like you they're not gonna look at your instagram so she did this in a way I think to like get it out and so it would get picked up in the news so people could see what she had to say I personally thought that the apology was good a lot of people on TikTok do not agree but I think that she gave some good context like compared to where she is in life now versus like 10 plus years ago when she was writing those things like she's older she's a mother she's gone through some things she's writes in it she's like I was very insecure and like working as a model and in a very toxic space. And like I got therapy and then I got married and I got more therapy because I wasn't a good partner. And then I had kids and I got more therapy. And like, you guys all know what I just went through this past year with this crazy loss and this like really hard pregnancy. And like, I am currently in therapy. I've gotten sober. Like I've done a lot of work on myself as a person and this would never happen now, but it does not take away from what's already happened. And then of course this old stylist of hers decides it's a good time to be like nope actually it's insincere 
and he writes this long open letter about how Chrissy Teigen and her current stylist, Monica Rose, tried to ruin his career. This is where it gets messier because we don't know what's true and what's not. He's not trustworthy. We'll start with that. I've been doing some digging on this guy and some stories in his corner. Take what he says with a grain of salt. I've seen the screenshots of the DMs that Chrissy has sent to him. And she was by no means nice to this man. She made it very clear that she was telling people around her, like other Hollywood elites, I'm doing air quotes, um, if they were in any way associated with Michael Costello, Costello, whatever his name is, she would not work with them. And she would tell all her friends not to. Because it's alleged he had a disgruntled employee that he was firing and he called her the N-word. Obviously, Chrissy is married to a black man. She would make that a big deal. Also, her stylist is like POC of some sort. I don't know if she's actually half black or like her kids are half black or something, but there's there's some black in there somewhere. So also very sensitive to the N-word. He claims that the tweets are doctored. He didn't actually say that. He never said that to this woman. But there's a lot of other people besides this woman, the old employee, that are like, no, he said it said it to me. Leona Lewis, who used to sing that, keep bleeding, keep. She also wrote an open letter about how he refused to style her for a charity event, like just ghosted her. So it's like, he's not really great either. And he's like, oh, I was suicidal. Chrissy tried to ruin my career. Like now everyone thinks I'm but a I racist. Leona Lewis thing wasn't factual. I don't know. Because he kept she kept, like, she posted pictures of her and his stuff and would, like, tag him. and Right. So she wore his things otherwise. But her point in the open letter was, like, you can't call out Chrissy for bad behavior when, like, you also have bad oh, behavior. Okay, okay. Like, what she's saying, because Chrissy didn't just come after him for no reason. There was, like, a something happened and she reacted and was like, I will not. And I will not tolerate other people working with you. And so, like, this reaction of, like, him being like, no, we shouldn't forgive Chrissy. She was so mean to me. And she's like, okay, well, you were mean to me. Because yeah. he didn't want to alter a dress. He, she was too fat. And But there are pictures of her at that charity event. And she's supposed to be walking in it. Someone posted the picture of, like, the program. She was supposed to be a featured celebrity on the catwalk. And she's sitting in the audience. And I did watch a clip of the very awkward interview she did after of, like, why she was sitting in the audience. She was like oh, yeah, I just, like, wanted to support everybody. But really, it's like he didn't show up to alter the dress because he didn't want to. Oh, my to. God, if I were her, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Why don't you ask Michael I would have been like, there was an issue with my dress. So. Size. <laughs> like, you know. According to Michael So Costello. it's all a hot mess. And now an old makeup artist that used to work with Michael Costello is like, okay, I'm not saying what Chrissy did or said was right, but similar to Leona, I'm just in the same vein of like, when somebody genuinely apologizes, we should just, you don't have to be somebody's fan or work with her or any of the things. She sent you an apology. We all saw it. She mentioned you in the thing. And like, She's saying there are a lot of people publicly and privately that I was awful to over the years and I'm doing the work. I'm reaching out. Some people don't want to talk to me and that's fine. They don't have to, but I am reaching out and apologizing. He was on that list. And so like, you can't be like, Oh, she's awful. Don't forgive her when like there's shit in your closet that mm -hmm. you don't want people to know about. And he tells this story about how he was like sexually harassed by him. Oh and God. rather than Michael apologizing, to this makeup artist he just stopped working with him ever like anytime they were supposed to be on the same sets 
he would pull out. And so it's like, yeah, now it's like muddied waters because it's like, well, A, did you or didn't you use the N-word slash call people the N-word? Because now there's a lot of people coming out saying that this has been an issue. But also, you're not the nicest guy in the world. So like, give her some grace. I'm not saying anything she said was right or okay. That's why I would never like call someone out for anything because I was like I don't know what I tweeted when I was 16 oh god I actually think about it often because it's like I we're do doing too. this show right. and it's like I I tried to do it but it like didn't work but there's a way that you can pull up your old Twitter archive and it'll actually show you because you cannot scroll all the way back no I mean I've got thousands of tweets yeah when Twitter first came out I was like like it's my job tweeting every thought I've had and so I looked it up. It's really hard to go back and, like, you would have to, like, but even then, the internet, nothing's permanently gone. Like, right. you would have to scrub, like, get somebody to do it for you. And just based on what pops up on my fucking time hop. So far, I haven't had anything so jarring. Just just cringeworthy and my personality. <laughs> that, but also, like, I've had some bad ones. I don't know if you guys know, but I used to be a bully, and I used to say really, really mean things. So you better you better start scrolling. Oh, every time one comes up on Time Hub, I'm like, delete, delete, get it out. Because, I mean, snacks could blow up any day, any minute, and then next thing you know, someone's like, don't give her a platform! When she was 14, she called somebody insert something fucking crazy you know yeah so it's just like you know i you either accept christy's apology or you don't and like that's fine but stay tuned because it's seeming like people are really picking one side or the other and like a lot of stories about a lot of people are coming out and it's really getting juicy if you care about that kind of thing also it's the end of an era story number two victoria's secret is getting rid of their angels we were actually talking about this not on the show, but just in real life, um, they yeah. had a little bit of a curvier model included in one of their ads. And I was like, wait, holy shit, that's like cool. I like see. sent it to everyone. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And so they're getting rid of the angels. They're getting rid of this, like, ooh, the fantasy of the very tall, very thin, but also very busty woman. Cause like the chances of you being six to a hundred pounds with, with a triple D yeah. is. It's a very rare breed of woman. Yeah. Um, and so it's just not relatable. I stopped it's spending me. my money. I'm, you are? I'm six feet tall. You're snack sized, Maddie. Yeah. Um, I got great tits, though. You do. You do. And so I stopped spending my money there years ago. And also, like, you buy raw from there, and then literally a month later, it's like stabbing you in the boob. And you know what? A common thread. It was, this was the topic on The View today. And one of the hosts, Megan McCain, was like, I don't, I mean, cool, welcome to the 21st century. Like, everybody else has revamped their brands. Like, you guys are so late to the party, but, like, welcome. But, like, I think quality bras would be a better start. Right. (laughs) Because she was like, like, I'm not Every woman. She was like, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but, like, Victoria's Secret in my youth traumatized me. They never had anything for my size ever. And then when I would buy bras from there, they would fall apart in five seconds. And they were so expensive. Yeah. For what? For what? And then all the women on the panel were like, yeah, like literally whoever made Victoria's Secret, it was clearly marketed for men. 
which is crazy because they're for garments worn by women. Yeah. And so I'm really happy they're stepping forward. So they've got like Priyanka Chopra, um, Megan Rapino from the U.S. soccer team, and then like they'll be announcing more women. There's like a longer list, but I don't have that. But like they're including more women of color, women who are like not just like not to knock anybody or like seem like I'm talking down on like a certain kind of woman, but like they're getting rid of the angels, which is kind of just like congratulations, you're God's favorite. You got to be so tall and pretty and thin and have titties. And it's like not all of us were in that realm. And so now they're picking women who are like not just known for being really pretty and good looking and having nice bodies. It's like we're going to pick somebody who is like an activist or like known for other things besides just being like that conventional skinny pretty lady, which is really cool. I don't know that I'm going to shop there yet because I'm a conscious consumer and I got to see who's in charge, who's owning it, where's that dollar going? Because the man who owns Victoria's Secret that I last know of, I will never contribute one single dollar to his pedophile fingers ever again. But if he's not in charge anymore, maybe. We'll see. But in case you want to shop at Victoria's Secret and feel better about it, you can now because all the pictures won't make you cry. Yeah. Because nothing is more joyful than going into the fitting room to try on a bra that's not going to fit you. And it's also going to cost you $80. (laughs) But, like, it's really fun when you walk into the dressing room and there's, like, a six-foot picture of, like, you know. Kendall Jenner. (laughs) Right. Like, that's really what I would love to see before I take my shirt off and look at myself. Yeah. In the mirror. So, there's that. Also, a little gossy goss. This one's not confirmed. A little birdie. I heard that Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz are hooking up. What? Did him and what's her face break up? They got a divorce literally years ago. No, not her. Oh, Jesse. Yes. 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 But they're like both in this new movie. The streets are saying. There's been a lot of trailer visits between sets, after shots. I mean, they come to set together. But, like, she's I hot. I would, too. He's hot. I would. If yeah. he's going, I'm I'm right there with him. If he's going, I'm coming. well. <laughs> <laughs> it's really terrible that that's where we've ended because now we've got to get into the topic. And- talk about our dads all right so you know this weekend is father's day so we're gonna get into the topic at hand which is the men who made us because it doesn't have to be a dad it it can be a godfather it can be an uncle it could be your brother it could be your cool neighbor your cool grandpa or just your boring grandpa (laughs) also it could be anybody your mom your mom could be your dad because you know what my mom is my dad. So. Yeah. Um, I'm actually just going to start with my dad has set me up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting you start there because that was a similar start I was going to say. Yeah, I feel like your grandpa and my dad, like, They're I don't know how good. to do anything. They're too good. Because he does everything for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, so he set me up 
it for failure for that because like I cannot do anything. Yeah, I can't. But he also set me up for failure with like how he treats my mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like looking for a guy like that. Like I, we could be all swimming in the pool, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, I could really go for a gin and tonic. He will get out of the pool and make her one. Yeah, that's what we love to see. Like I will never find somebody like that. I mean, I might hopefully, Maybe. hopefully I will. But like he does everything for me. Yeah. And I'm in a similar boat. Um, my grandpa is very much provider. He's very, um, I'll just mention, you know, not even asking. I'll just tell a story. <laughs> Today, real life example. Um, mind you, my grandpa's going through some health stuff. He recently had a stroke. And so, like, he's in therapy. He's doing fine. Please don't ask me about it. I don't want to talk about it. But sometimes he literally doesn't know where he is. Okay, that's just like his mental state right now. He literally will be like, when's our flight home? And I'm like, you're literally at your house. So I'm not sure. But even with, that's where he is. Okay, today I was leaving. I said, okay, I'm going to go record my show. I'll be back. And he goes, well, I hope you don't talk too much. You know, people only like it when you talk a good amount. Not too much, not too much in people's business. And I said, okay, thank you for the tip. And then he goes, so where are you going to record this show? I forget. Where did, where did you go? And said, just to Maddie's house. And he said, but do you guys have a studio? And I said, no, we don't have money for that yet. And he goes, oh, well, I'm going to see if I can find this phone number because I know a guy and he used to have a podcast and he would do shows at House of Blues. And I know he wasn't recording that at his house. Didn't even ask. Hopefully Harry can hook it up. He just will, like you just mentioned something and I'll be like, how can I help you? What can I give you? It's like, yeah. Now, I actually had a man I was dating in a drunken argument tell me, this is why dating you is so hard because you can do that at home. You can just say something and your grandpa's just going to do that. You're not at home. I don't just have to do everything you say. And I said, you should want to. Right. And they set us up like that. And that is no fault of ours. Yeah. Don't make me look like a princess. I didn't ask for the things. I've just received them. That's not my fault. Yeah. Like, if you're not a real man, just say that. Don't come at me. Don't come at me. That sounds like a you problem. Sounds like you got to boss up a little, sir. Don't. Yeah. I literally was like, what? Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever tell me I can't because. Yeah. No was just not really something I ever heard from my grandpa unless it was, like, to learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But it's just... It's, like, such a blessing and a curse, though, to have is. be so well taken care of, but now we're at an age that it's, like... Yeah. Like, I go to the suburbs, and obviously I have to take my car there because I have to get there somehow. And then my dad's like, oh, let me take your car. And then he'll come back with full tank... Freshly car wash. I don't ask you to do that. I don't bring my car there for you to do that. I bring my car there so I can get there. Yeah, but they do that. Or my grandpa will be like, when's the last time you did an oil change? Um, Oh, my God. And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, what? And he gets the good cut. But, (laughs) and I feel like this might be controversial, but I feel like the dad in the the picture is when you're younger, at least in my house, was more like the 
not fun parent, but more like the yeah. good cop. Of yeah. the good cop, bad cop. Dad's hook it up. Moms are so scary sometimes when they're mad. Like, there's anything about the car. If I, like, wrecked my car, which I never have, but, like, if I ever got a ticket, I would call my mom first because she's less scary in that sense. Yeah. But, like, for everything like, else, I would call my dad first. <laughs> Always. Like, he's I went through a little bit of a like rebel phase. Um, and my grandpa was like, he didn't really care. He was like, she's a good girl. What is she doing? You know, like, she came home a little bit late, but, like, where was she? Getting ice cream with Erica? It's really okay. You mean Jessica? <laughs> with Jessica, yeah, you're right. Um, so my grandma would be like, you're supposed to have the car home by 10. It is 10.15. And I'd be like, I can't help it that I got red lights. And she's like, no, you're supposed to leave and get home by 10, not leave at 10. And I'd be like, that was not made clear to me. And my grandpa would be like, yeah, if you didn't tell her, she had to be in the house at 10 p.m. Or, like, I would get my phone taken away and my grandpa would tell me where it was. <laughs> He's like, you work hard, you go to practice, you do your homework. She's not going to be home. That's so funny. He'd be like, I'm not going to give it to you, but it is downstairs in the kitchen in the long cabinet. I'm not going to give it to you, though. <laughs> Or anytime yeah. my mom was being mean to me, I'd be like, please tell her she's ruining my life. I can't be grounded for two weeks. Do you know how many things I'll miss? And he would, every time, call my mom, why are you so mean to her? And I'd be like, yeah. Oh, he's also fully where I got the, you cannot take your money with you when you die. So. Spend them dollars. You earned them. You spend them. Yeah. That's. He did teach me to be very smart with my money, though, because my grandpa, like, literally was poor. Like, grew up poor. And now he's obviously not. (laughs) I don't want to, like, air his business out, but. But. Yeah. Um, I didn't get that gene that's good about money, but. You're good at spending it. I'm good at spending it. And you know what? (laughs) That's what matters. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure your dad's really happy about yeah. that one. Yeah, it actually just happened recently where I had to get my tires filled. Gross. And he gave me the receipt so that I could pay him back. You know? And I said to my mom, I was like, is dad okay? Because, like, he asked me for money. <laughs> <laughs> my grandpa has only ever done that once because he was mad at me. He didn't like the tone that I used with him that day, and he bought some, I don't know, something to put in my car, and after he put it in my car, uh, he wanted to show me how to do it, and he said, you know, one day you're going to have to do it, and I said, one day I'm going to take my car to the mechanic, Yeah, and I, he did yeah. not like that answer. He just wanted to teach me, and my grandma said, you should have just been quiet and let him show you. You don't have to do it, yeah. and I was like... Shoot, fumbled the bag because then he said, and that bottle cost $30. And I was like, he doesn't really raise his voice at me. So I was like, what? And so I gave him $30, but he gave it to my grandma to give it back to me. <laughs> but the next day, because I needed to learn, you need don't talk to people lesson. like that when they're doing you a favor. Yeah. But it's just, and also dads are so funny because they don't, they're they, yeah. they're not always there mentally 
you dads know. Dads are from a different planet and just like I think that's like a man thing in general. Yeah, that is a man. They only like half listen to you. Oh my god, the face you just made nobody could see, but I wish that I took your picture and could do a side by side of your dad's face. Oh yeah. You, you did the gym frown. Yeah, my dad looks like a very, very mean person, but he's yeah. like he literally looks like your typical Italian dad. And he has a resting frown face. Yeah. He does, but he's having a nice like, time. Um, he's just chronically frowning. Like that, um, oh God, Bruce Willis, how he just kind of has that like tough guy look about him. Yeah. That's your dad. He's yeah. got that set. But he's not frowning. It's just his face. Totally. Yeah. He's a very nice guy and he's also, always having a good time. Always having a good time. Literally. I can't think of what commercial it is, but there's some commercial that comes on and every time it plays, my grandma goes, oh, this just makes me think of those Grisettos. Maddie's dad just was jamming. Remember Harold? Remember at the wedding? He was just getting it because my grandpa cannot dance and my grandma's shy so she will not dance anywhere she just likes to sit in the chair and bop and so your dad is her hero because <laughs> he so just funny. you know he really lives out loud on the dance floor and we love that about we him. i literally we went for breakfast on sunday and two people came up to him and they were like oh jim are you gonna dance and i was like what <laughs> me and my sister were like do you like, what do you do on the weekends? And I was restaurant? like, I danced with her one time at Draft Picks, like, months ago. And I was like, well, you clearly made <laughs> a lasting impression. That's so funny. But no, seriously, I feel like to see Jim out there doing his thing during a party is truly a treat. It is a treat. He loves he loves to, to dance. He really does. And he can sing. That's where I get my voice from. Yeah. Um, and he is just, he is the best. Like, I don't yeah. understand how if people you survive had to, without a um, like that. If you had to boil down, like, the best lesson you think you've learned from your dad, what is one that you think you would, you know, just oh boil it God. down to, like, a good one? Oh, you're putting me on the spot here. Because I was thinking about it when I was, like, trying to come up with talking points for this episode. I was like, there's just so much about my grandpa. Like, you know, you could get into rambling. Nobody really cares about your home movies. You know that saying? Right. Like, nobody ever wants to watch your home movies. Nobody ever thinks that that's cool. But, like, I was like, if I had to boil down my grandpa, yeah, what would it be? And I was like, well, I mean, he grew up so poor. And then he made a life for himself. And then he had to drop it all because he got drafted and had to go to the war. And so he tells these stories about all these things. And it's like, as much as he has raised me, like, I don't know how to do anything myself. And that's a phase of learning I'm in right now. Like, I can really roll with the punches. Because he has taught me like, there are so many things that could happen that will happen because you're black, because you're a woman, because you live here versus here, because you only make this amount of money. Like there are so many reasons people might try to put you in a certain space or like you just don't get what you want. Like you don't pout, you figure it out. And, oh, I think and he's a poet and he didn't even know it. He just, you know, he just has that gift. He's yeah. not artsy at all, but he's like, you can't just sit around and pout. Like, something my mom says to me often is, we find solutions. You can cry if you're upset, but we're going to find a solution. And it's like, I know yeah. she got that from him, and it's just like, truly, I'm the biggest crybaby. But I promise by the end of that, I'm going to be like, okay, I got it. We yeah. have a plan. That's good. And I'm really grateful because 
I really am such a crybaby. And he just was like, my mom was a single mom. She was young. And he worked like, oh my, sorry. Child. God, I feel like that happens once an episode. I'm not a pig, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. No, you're a pretty pig. Miss Piggy. Yeah, people love her. Mm-hmm. But like, so my grandpa worked a weird shift at the airport. He would get home, or no, he would leave at like 2 a.m. or something crazy like that. And he, so he would get back and he'd be like early in the day still. And my mom would leave to go to school and then to go to work. Um, and he would watch me all day long. So it was just me and my grandpa, That's road cool. dogs. And I, he was like, you were such a crying baby. You would just, like, you drop a toy and be like, oh, I dropped it. And I'd be like, pick it up. <laughs> like, you can do it. And I just love him for that because as a nanny slash daycare provider, like, I've seen what happens when you don't nip that in the butt. And I'm just really yeah. grateful. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Um, well, you know what? Someone actually asked me, like, she was like, did your dad play with you when you were younger? And I was like, yeah, like my mom stayed home with us. And then when my dad would get home, he would play with us. Like he never, he wouldn't like cook the meals. Like in high school, he started to do that, but like he would just play with us and it was the best. And I like, I remember all of that. And I feel like the biggest lesson my dad taught me was like family mm-hmm. is the most important thing in life, especially like during the pandemic, we had to have like smaller gatherings. So it was just like the five of us, my brother and his fiance and then his fiance's mom. So like just seven of us. And he like every, like after Thanksgiving, after Christmas, he was like, that was the best. <laughs> and he would love, like he would love yeah. to do that every single year. Cause like, my mom has a huge family and it's like, it's overwhelming and we don't yeah. get to have that, like that special time. But like, he, like, he loves to be with just us and he thinks it's just the best thing in the whole world. And I think that family is very important too. Like I would give up hanging out with a cute boy to spend yeah. time with my totally. family any day of the week. Totally. Unless he's extra cute. <laughs> just then you can come to my house like, and hang out with family like, with can me. I, can I bring him? Yeah, I'll like set him up at a bar down the street and be like, I'll, I'll like bop in and out, you know. Like you know what? I'll but be no, because like I have really bad FOMO, so I'll just be like, I just I, have to yeah. be with my family right now. Like I'm really <laughs> sorry, but they're gonna have fun because it's like about your family. Like I feel like you guys have taken me in. You know, mm-hmm. once upon a time, your mom told me once upon a time not long ago you were a hoe. That Saturday. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but like truly your mom was like well you're just like always here you're part of the family like honorary grisado kid and I was like <laughs> but truly I take that so seriously you are I am with you I never spend my birthday away from my family I only ever have twice in my life and once was because I was off being a psycho, crazy, shimmy, shimmy girl in Mexico. And, you know, I just couldn't turn that down. And the other time was because your mom was making dinner and was going to help us make T-shirts. And my mom was like, oh, my God, what? I forgot that was your and birthday. I was like, well, I, she's my new friend, and I really <laughs> like her. And last time I was at her house and her mom made dinner, it was really good. And so and she was like, you can't go tomorrow. And I was like. That she invited me to literally the only other time I have. That was the very first time I ever didn't spend my birthday with my mother. And she was like, 
Okay. That's so funny. That's and again, I feel do. so special. Yeah. So. All right. There's the love. Also, There's I just have to love. give a small shout out to my mother because I wanted to give my grandpa his moment because he truly is the reason my dad was not in the picture. And I have never felt like, Aww. you know, because yeah. I have my grandpa and like, yeah, you didn't feel like you were he's a like, father figure. You, you know? know, like, he just is such a provider, such a big space in my life. Like, I've never felt like something was missing. But I think also to give my mom a shout out because she did have to do both jobs. Like, I don't know how you did it, lady. But I love you to pieces. Like, I know it's hard to be a mom and a dad. So, good for her. Pat on the back, she Tammy. Pat on the back, Tammy. Also, if you have an absentee parent, I hope that you don't feel sad because it's not your fault that somebody couldn't live up. You know, like sometimes you just Grow can't up. step up. Yeah. And it doesn't have anything to do with you, the child in the situation, because you didn't ask to be here. And so I actually just recently, my dad's like been trying to rekindle with me. I didn't even tell you this in real life. He's been sending me messages every couple of months. And he's like, I promise I have changed. I have a lot of reasons to know that that's not true. And so I just sent him a very lengthy message the other day and said, sir, thank you for checking in and deciding to care now that I'm 27. But the last time I saw you was literally 10 years old and you brought me some ugly Christmas gifts because you don't know me. If you didn't know me when I was 10, you probably aren't going to know me now at 27. And I just have such a great life. It's I don't care to enter late. into that stress. And yeah. so I'm sorry. I'm sure that's going to make you upset. But that's just what I need. Like you made your choices. I'm and now mine. I am making mine. And so I encourage anyone out there, if you are wrestling with that choice, just pick the one that's going to bring you peace. Like if you want to get in touch with the absentee parent, do it. But, like, you certainly do not have to. No. Um, so, and that is where we're at with Father's Day. You know, celebrate your father figures, whoever yeah. they may be, and give them a great day. Well, we hope you gave them a great day. Oh, yeah, because it'll be after. Um, it'll also be after Juneteenth. Yeah. And I almost forgot to talk about it. But what's really fun is I already planned to have this little moment, but it's double special because Pritzker here in Chicago, or well, not Chicago. He's like for the whole state. So the state of Illinois has now decided to recognize Juneteenth formally as a state holiday. And as of this morning, Joe Biden has signed it into it's official official everywhere it's a federal holiday now too yeah which my cousin works for the government really cool and so now shout out biden you get the day off tomorrow which is cool but also it's just like a good feeling so for anyone who doesn't know what juneteenth is um giving a very small chopped up version of it but essentially so um lincoln signed the emancipation proclamation in like 1863 and the very last slaves in Texas did not find out they were free until June 19th, 1865, two years later, because nobody thought it was a good idea to tell them like, Hey, you're actually free now because 
why would you if you were a slave owner? And so word of mouth, you know, it finally got to these very last slaves in Texas two years later. And so that's why it's Juneteenth, June 19th. But it's been called Jubilee Day, um, Emancipation Day, Freedom Day, because that was truly when slaves were officially free free. two years later, which is insane to me. Um, But it's, it's exciting because, like, we celebrate the 4th of July when America became free. And it's just, like, some people feel, like, I have cousins who feel that way and I personally don't just because we have military people in our family like a lot actually so I like to celebrate the fourth because like it's when we became free it's when America became like you know that's Mm -hmm. we're celebrating our freedom and so many people fight to keep that freedom and I feel like we should honor that but truly a lot of black people believe like we were not free like July 4th is not for us I'm doing air quotes because when that was signed black people were still slaves and so this day just to me is just as important as the fourth of july because you know you've got two freedoms to celebrate yeah and so it's really official and i personally am really happy because i didn't even know this story about june 19th until maybe three or four years ago because it just was never taught to me um in school or anything like that and so just like as it was spread through our family and like we learned together it's been a big deal and I've always done something for it and it's like a recognized thing and that's Mm -hmm. really cool so happy Juneteenth happy Juneteenth um and that will bring us into Katie's Corner 